let's explore Sith and six other spiritual poems. This is Lama Jigme Gyatso. Welcome to Meditate Like a Jedi. Today's first poem turned me Sith. Even though he was my junior high school teacher and I was his student, I considered, I considered him my friend. When he invited my sister to his wedding, but not myself, I was crushed. When I, asked, when I was tasked with picking her up from the wedding reception, the pain and the betrayal and injustice were more than I could bear. And in my pubescent 18-year-old high school half-baked brain, rage was my only coping mechanism. I am happy I was not a midichlorian gifted force user, for that evening could have turned me Sith. Today's second poem, Court. They cared not for homosexuals at his high school, and after members of the football team found him making out with his boyfriend, they beat him bloody. From his hospital bed, he learned of his suspension. Over the phone, the principal explained that this was due to his fighting on school grounds. I did not fight, he explained through swollen lips. Are you suspending me for being assaulted? I was not there. I did not see what happened, countered the, the principal. With great effort, he explained, I'm in this hospital because you failed to create a safe environment for the children entrusted to your care. Perhaps the next principal will do a better job. You, I shall see in court. Today's third poem, Since Evolved. As the two of us ate dinner at an upscale Mexican restaurant, my heart felt heavy. And so I confided in my high school girlfriend how I hated my stepfather. Quicker than thought, she slapped me in the face. The influence of the steady stream of soap operas she wallowed in all summer break. Yes, she had witnessed stepfather's overbearing and domineering and demeaning manner towards me. Was she too dazzled by his affluence to care? She did not know how he was se had sexually assaulted me. How could she? But she could have given me the benefit of the doubt. But she did not. That is not who she was back then. I hope the years have been kind to her and that she has since evolved. 
And today's fourth poem, Lowbrow. One of the many lies of patriarchy is that it is the ignorance of occult metaphysical truths that separate us like a chasm from enlightenment. But the tyranny of physical impulses and intellectual story that exacerbate all our stresses cannot be healed by philosophical gymnastics, but only by the mastery of noticing and letting go. The twin strategies of Buddha, low-brow, but profoundly effective. Let us not, like Sith, forever chase after lost holocrons of arcane knowledge, but rather, like Qui-Gon Jinn, listen to the forces fresh whispers of wisdom, best suited for the needs of the present moment. Today's fifth poem, Often Grays. Live Aid aired the summer between my first and second year in college. I owned neither car nor motorcycle and relied upon bicycle for all transportation. I do not remember what urgent need prompted me to leave the sofa, but when I returned, I discovered that I had missed Led Zeppelin's reunion concert. Even today, 35 years later, the thought of that makes me feel a little sick. That was such a very different, that was such a very difficult period of my life. And the very great irony was that I do not like concerts. I very much prefer studio recordings. But something was at work in my life during that period, something huge and massive and surprisingly subtle. Something was divorcing me from the world around me, separating me from the people I loved and the dreams I cherished. Something that had been in motion for many years, working secretly and quietly behind the scenes. But now, like a whale breaching the ocean surface, something was at play, and it seemed to be unzipping me from the world around me, against my wishes and against my efforts. And ver it very much was as if I was being extracted from the life I had intended for myself, like a reluctant piece upon an enormous chessboard. Looking back, I am glad that I did not know of the decades that lay before me, and the great sea of fear and sorrow and rage and bewilderment and abandonment and disappointment they had in store for me. Now, as I sit in the pre-dawn hours, curled upon the couch with the computer in my lap, 
clicking away. This body I have spent a lifetime training and feeding only the healthiest and ethical foods I could conceive of is quite sickly and disabled and hobbled and weak. Supported by disability, as well as the generosity of two relatives and housed and fed by a kind-hearted tantric partner, I find myself a Dzogchen Lama, dressed like one of Tibet's wild mountain yogis, with but a handful of gratis students. By most metrics, this life could be considered a bit of a train wreck. But here is the irony. I'm happy. My tragic past has been neither re re rewritten nor forgotten. But I am no longer driven by survivor's rage like a tall ship tossed in a violent storm. I am happy. I have surpassed my teachers, the minions of patriarchy, and I've continued upon a much broader path, hearkening to the whispers of the ethers. Like the mystics Lao Tzu and Gautama and Saraha and Prahevajra and Chandrakirti and Chandragomin and Mila and Antisha and Jigme Lingpa and Karma Chakme and Dujam Lingpa and Putrul Rinpoche and Dujam Rinpoche, who have come before me. And although I am disabled and poor and have very few students, I find myself rich in intellectual realizations and visceral masteries of the spiritual path. This is a life profoundly different than what I had imagined. In all my creative visualizations, except for one. In high school, I awoke one morning, rec recalling a dream where I was running. I'd been wearing a tattered tights and running in the morning, my favorite time of day. In a beautiful and unfamiliar bit of nature. But what struck me most powerfully was during this run, the familiar pains of a lifetime of health challenges were absent. And in the dream, my heart sang with peace and joy and contentment. I awoke from the dream as moved as I was puzzled. Could this have been a metaphor of the spiritual path upon which I would sprint? Or merely the fruit of randomly firing neurons and a belly full of food? For, as a teenager, I would often graze before the open refrigerator like a greedy sarlacc in the sands of Tatooine. Today's sixth poem, Advantages. When preparing to take formal ordination, I was told to get my parents' permission. Father was dead of brain cancer. Stepfather was dead of suicide. So I only had one parent contact. 
Mother responded, Oh, God, do what you want. I don't care what you do. Ah, the advantages of being disowned. Today's seventh and final poem, Her Tool. One of the many lies of patriarchy is that authority assigns identity, that one is not a llama unless an authority figure says they are a llama. On the other hand, one of the truths of matriarchy is that we are defined by what we do. Who, therefore, is a fully qualified llama? One whose teaching and techniques can evolve us in less than a week of twice daily practice. Let us learn from these life examples. Anakin was consumed by rage in his frustrated attempts to win the approval of the Jedi Council, whereas Qui-Gon Jinn was concerned with neither the Council's approval nor condemnation and sought only the guidance of the Force. May we, like Waiganjin, flow with the force, like Samantabhadri in Tantric Union, whose nudity reminds us to be vulnerable in our mindfulness, who, being comprised of light, reminds us to let go as if all things were now graspable, whose beauty reminds us of compassion's transformative effect, and whose sport in wild abandon with Samantabhadra, who functions as her Vajra throne, or in other words, her tool, reminds us of spontaneity. Let us conclude with a simple call to action. This podcast will never have any advertisements, so support us monthly on PayPal and like us on your podcast service to help others find us just as you found us as well. If meditation is felt impossible or boring or just out of reach, you're welcome to register at buddhajoy.org for the next series of live online meditation class webinars that meet once a week.